Welcome back to the channel, uh, JD and Miguel here on Stern's Tech Talk, and uh, we did want to go over the uh, carrier breakdowns with AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile, but um, we actually had quite a bit of news going on today and decided to postpone that for a bonus episode that we'll release later on sometime this month. And um, first off with some official news, um, we've got some expected Pixel Watch bands. So we'll post that in the link below, but it looks like we will have um, chalk, which is kind of like a white beige-ish color, charcoal, obviously gray, and then um, hazel lemongrass. Now that's an interesting name right there, Miguel. Yeah, that is. I've actually, I think we've actually seen these colors before showcased uh, when we talked about uh, these on the Google I.O., um, that was presented, and I, I guess some of the names still stuck, so uh, no change. Yeah, because I, I know that some of these colors were actually part of the uh, Pixel Buds, too, so I yep, think they're they were. to follow suit, so, um, which is where I remember the colors from. And then, so the honey, here's a lemongrass is going to be yellow and green, and then the obsidian obviously just going to be black. So those are the colors we're kind of expecting for the Pixel Watch. And actually, when I was looking at this, um, it's kind of interesting because the 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 timepiece, if the screen is off, it almost looks like it's kind of a really smooth, refined York peppermint patty. <laughs> You're actually right about that. It kind of does. So, I never thought I mean, about that one. We did have some leaked renders early on in the year, and we were expecting to be a little more thin, but obviously this, this looks like it is a little bit raised off of the actual um, base in the back. So, But we'll have to wait and see how, you know, how it looks when the... Um, when it actually comes out, which uh, on that note, we uh, we did still want to remind you guys that the hardware event for Google is uh, right around the corner. So that's going to be Thursday on October 6th. So um, that's a week from this upcoming Thursday. So um, I'm actually excited about that. I don't know about you, but kind of able to see the actual uh, Pixel Watch. Yeah, for the most released. part. For the yeah. most part, I am. I've uh, I've been kind of really wanting to see these in action because when we first talked about them, uh, like I said, I think sleekness and just elegance is a is a very uh, keen thing. Uh, I guess that Google's trying to push here. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see these how they look. Yeah, and I actually thought that the um, I, I still think that the actual uh, the way the the watch bands are actually hooked on is pretty neat as well. So I'm I'm we kind of saw it in sort of an animation. Yeah, but to actually see it in person, that's going to be pretty interesting as well. So yeah, for sure. Um, and then also moving along, we've got according to Droid Life, a YouTuber unboxed what we would have hoped one day uh, would reach mass production. But this is a phone from LG, and obviously LG is no longer in the mobile market. But uh, it would have been known as the rollable, and we heard a lot of rumors about this. Um, long before they actually, you know, went out of business as far as the mobile market. But um, we'll, we'll put, post the link below as far as this YouTube link. But it's an unboxing of the actual device. Um, hmm. Now, just a heads up for, you know, listeners, if you're going to watch this video, it is in a foreign language, so it's not in English. Um, but they do have captions, um, YouTube-generated captions. So I, it was easy for me to watch. It actually looks like a pretty cool phone, if you ask me. 
Um, it would have had kind of, as far as the specs, it kind of would have been slightly subpar um, or kind of like last year's technically um, processor. So I think it was like a Snapdragon 888, if I'm not mistaken. But And then there's some other specs in there as well. But the fact that this was actually, you know, unboxed i was i was pr pretty surprised by that just the fact that somebody got a hands on this and um, kind of went went through and uh showed it off so um if you guys are interested like i said we'll, we'll post that in the uh, description below and then moving along from that rollable we've got some recent sources that uh note that apple can actually make some slight changes to the iphone lineup for the 15 gen models um so obviously the big talk of the town is USB-C, um which is mm -hmm. you know it's expected to be the primary change and um, that will actually affect both models. So it's not like you're going to worry about the Pro is going to have USB-C and then the base won't. This is across all models for that 15th gen. Um, but the Dynamic Island is expected to reach the base model as well for the 15th. And then there's one more rumored change that is in reference to saying goodbye to the iPhone 14 Pro Max. Um, and they're going to probably make this the premium product. So we'll have the, you know, 15, the 15 plus the 15 pro, and then they're going to take out the pro max and insert the ultra. Uh, okay. So, yeah. So, um, which is going to follow suit with, you know, they have their Apple watch ultra. They've got the, um, M one ultra and, Obviously, the, most people are going to be talking about it because it's going to reflect Samsung's lineup with their Ultra uh, model. But I kind of feel like, I don't know about you, Miguel, but I kind of feel like I like the fact that they had a, you know, a regular Pro and then a Pro Max. And, I mean, you have to also take into consideration that the... Um, these specs are going to be different. So it's not, no, it's no longer going to be that the ultra is just going to be a larger size of the pro. It's actually going to have separate premium features that the pro doesn't, at least that's what the rumors are indicating. Yeah. I guess when, when you've had something for a long, kind of get used to it. And so I, I'm though I've never gotten the pro max. Uh, it, it's always been just there. Uh, and I feel like a lot of users and I'm, I don't really want to speak for everyone, but I, I feel like a lot of users wouldn't, actually want this to go um, just because you know you put that ultra label in there and you're going to get a price hike for sure and i feel like people aren't going to really want that they're going to want to be able to pay for a, a nice pro phone that's you know the plus size and whatnot um, but isn't gonna go crazy out of their wallets or whatever i just i don't know i feel slightly uncomfortable about this one for sure i yeah i do too for sure that's that's kind of where i'm heading as well just because um we're expecting this to be different than the pro and then there's also the rumors that this could be an increased price difference from you know the yeah. ultra and the pro so i i don't know i'm really kind of iffy about this i mean i like the fact that they're kind of making some changes Yes, and it would be great to have like a really huge phone with all these features. And I suppose yeah. it's not like something we haven't seen before because this is exactly what Samsung is doing. So, you know, the S22, S22 um, Plus, and, and the Ultra. And, and the Ultra. Yeah. And I think there's another model in there somewhere. But um, yeah, so I mean, that's nothing new. And obviously, the Ultra is supposed to be the um, Note lineup replacement. So, mm -hmm. but. Um, I guess I guess the cool thing to look forward to is just you know what features are they going to be adding what what's what's going to be cool on the dock so and I think one of them is actually the uh, periscope lens so um, 
that you can really see how they're trying to mimic Samsung for whatever reason, but um, <laughs> really unlike Apple to do that. But um, yeah, so. I mean, I mean, there's always a downside to everything, but I, I will say I'm at least glad they're adding the Dynamic Island to all the models, or at least that's what it's rumored to be. Yes. Um, yes. But you can always expect, like, okay, if they're going to add the Dynamic Island to all the models, there's going to be some new feature that's going to only going to be in the pro models, which I get. I'm totally okay for, um, but I'm just I'm interested to see also what they're what they're planning. Like you said, that periscope lens, um, or just some other amazing features that people. Because I, I know a lot of people probably want the d- dynamic island, right? So if that's on the base model, what's really coming to the pros? That's what I'm really wondering. So. But. Yeah, and, and I think that's the key thing because, I mean, you've got, like you said, you've got the Dyna- Dynamic Island going to the base models, and then mm-hmm. you've got some unknown features that are going to the Ultra, one of which we do you know expect to be the periscope lens. But what does that mean for the Pro? I mean, that's exactly. kind of my question. I mean, what are they going to add there? I mean, what's going yep. to be different? We've seen we've seen some you know leaked uh, images and renders and um, articles about the fact that eventually Apple will go all screen, with, you know, under display cameras and face ID or whatever, however they're going to, you know, integrate that. Um, I don't know how close that's going to be in the coming years if we're talking like, you know, 2024 or 2026. I'm not sure. But um, as far as next year's pro model, that's the one I have a big question on. So, yeah, I'm right there with you, Miguel, on that one. So we'll we'll have to obviously wait and see for that. But um, the one thing that I really want to see from Apple, and I hate about the pros, I don't know if you feel like this, this, you know, at certain times with your daily usage on your phone. I hate the fact that that phone weighs so much. It feels like a brick. Um, and I know that, you know, more weight tends to imply that it's more premium. But for me, I would actually prefer them go the titanium route um, and give it a little bit less weight, but give that kind of premium feel. Plus the fact that you can kind of have that brushed siding instead of the stainless steel that's kind of like smooth, show smudges and scratches or whatever. That's how I feel. The only problem with that is, is you know that that's going to ramp up the price as well. So yeah. that was just a side note because uh, when we're talking well, about like the premium and heavy duty, it made me think of that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I personally don't have a problem um, with my um, 15 Pro right now. Uh, I mean, Pro. I've been used to the weight. 13 Pro. Sorry, 13 Pro. My goodness, I really, really you want that USB-C. You on that one. <laughs> I want the USB-C so bad, bro. Um, the, the 13 Pro that I have, I don't really have a problem with the weight necessarily. I mean, I guess I could see how you might you might have a problem. Well, you uh, came from NC, didn't you? I did, uh, and I've actually got it with me right here. Um, okay. Yeah, and it's uh, comparatively, yeah, it's, it's lighter, obviously, but I mean... I mean, I spent I spent a year with the twelve. And yeah, I could tell the difference between the aluminum casing and the stainless steel, and that's really where I was like, "Oh my gosh, I almost hate this thing." <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with it necessarily. Yeah. I think it's okay. It may, I mean, if it's they, just me. yeah, well, could be, yeah, or just you know, I don't know your delusions. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, hey, I mean, if if it, if it, if it is just me, then I, I guess I'm on my own. But that, that, no, that's, I mean, but I, I could agree with you to to an extent. I mean, it is a big phone, and especially I'm sure people have that problem on the Pro Max, which obviously is going to be changed in, apparently in the future here. Um, that could be you know a really heavy heavy duty phone. So I can I can agree with you in the sense that I I think that titanium addition to it would uh, decrease the weight uh, and obviously increase the price. But you know I just had a I just had a brain fart. Go for I it. I don't know if I can say that on this channel, but I had a brain fart. So okay. the ultra the Apple Watch the Apple Watch Ultra actually has titanium. I'm actually curious yeah. if the 
iPhone Ultra will have titanium. That would be Ooh. interesting. If that had I titanium, I would almost I would almost drop the cash on that one because I yeah. would really prefer titanium over See, stainless steel. Yeah, and I, I would agree with that too. I think if you're going to you know, bring out a phone that's an Ultra and then hike the price, you at least got to bring the good specs with it. I really think Apple needs to really push ahead um, and add that kind of futuristic stuff because Samsung constantly puts new stuff in every single year, yeah. not even on their Ultras. It's just... Uh, it's, you know, you get there's really always some sort of gimmick in there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I feel like you know this is the time Apple really needs to step it up. You know, they've got the Pro models, which is great. If they're going to do the Ultra, that's good too. But they really got to add that stuff in that makes people be like, okay, I can see that price kind of working good with me. Um, you know, just like with that titanium. Yeah, I mean, it, it mirrors the Apple series completely because you have the aluminum series with the SE mm-hmm. and the Series Eight, and then yeah. you have the Series Eight stainless steel which could technically be referred to as, you know, like the pro line, even though it's not how they call it. And then you have the ultra with the titanium. So, I mean, that really, in my mind, I know I don't think it's ever been referenced in rumors or articles as of yet, but that would really wouldn't surprise me if they actually added titanium to the, uh, to the ultra. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, actually speaking of the ultra, this is going out without saying, but there's an extremely high warning not to tear down your uh, Apple watch ultra. We had a Derek wise, uh, over at uh, 9 to 5 Mac, and he actually uh, uh, cracked it open, and he had some um, <laughs> kind of problems getting it out. He had um, uh, the actual uh, waterproof casing in there. It actually uh, broke through, uh, so it's not really not usable anymore. Um, there's not really more in-depth um, you know, look on the inside of it. He didn't go any further than that. Um, so hopefully we'll be able to get a, a better view of it, uh, as time comes on the inside of what it is. Um, but that thing is just like, gotta be so careful w- uh, with this device. I mean, they really packed it with a lot of stuff. So, uh, I, I mean, I get it if you're like, I fix it or something like that. Yeah. But if you're just a random Joe out there thinking, oh, well, maybe I could take this thing apart and kind of just show people. I would just wait for like somebody else who's no. actually getting yeah. some income from YouTube to actually take this thing apart because that thing is like, it's 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 a rock. Um, there's just so much you know water um, proofing to it and just all the stuff that goes into the certification. Don't know why you want to do it. It seems kind of odd to me if you're just especially kind of random, especially when it's eight hundred dollars. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I could understand maybe if you're doing like $200 and like, oh, I'm kind of curious about this little crappy phone, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm this little crappy watch, but. Um, <laughs> and it's probably <laughs> not as like uh, difficult to take apart or there's the pieces in there are kind of easier to, to move around uh, and, you know, unscrew and stuff. But I mean, this is the watch ultra. It is going to be packed with uh, protection and stuff. And, you know, uh, it was kind of funny, though, because when I looked at that, even when it was released, I was like, wait a second, they're actually showing and they're not hiding they're, they're, There's nothing that's like covering this. They're actually showing the screws. Yeah, that I was is like, true. The screw heads are visible. I'm like, are you actually inviting people to unscrew this thing? Or what's the deal here? Because this is not Apple. I mean, um, they have two pendulum. They have two pendulum screws on the bottom of an iPhone. And that's it. Like, it's supposed to be very, you know, hidden. You're not supposed to like oh, this is going to make me want to take it apart. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually talking to my brother about, um, well, not about this necessarily, but uh, about uh, Apple's protocol in regards to, uh, how would you say that, people being able to fix their own product. Um, yes. Yeah, it's it, it's getting to that point where a lot of companies are just, you know, you can't fix it, only we can, and it's like, really, you're not going to allow us to do that? I can't take this to the Apple store and get it fixed. 
uh, it's, that has become really frustrating for me. I yeah. agree with you on that. Because, you know, the, we, we had these teardowns from iFixit. We posted you guys with the links last week. And um, the annoying part for this, and for me specifically, was the fact that, sure, they made it easier to replace the screen. They made it mm -hmm. easier to access the battery with taking yeah. off the back glass. The problem is, though, is it has to be certified Apple components. You throw something else in there, it's not going to work. You're going to come up with yep. that error. And I'm just like, where is Apple going with this? You know, they're so big on their carbon footprint. And we talked about this last time. They're not willing to actually let the consumer repair it themselves. Like, what is the point? Are you just trying to boost your sales on repairs or what? Or just pretty much a new one, obviously. But yeah, and, but I, that, just, I just find that really annoying. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that was kind of interesting to note here because you mentioned the, the four screws. So it's like, you know, you can easily take it apart yourself, but you have to have those kind of um, parts that are from Apple or have it actually taken to a, um, an Apple store or whatnot. And even eventually that may not be a thing. You might just have to buy a new watch entirely or something or trade it in. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I mean, this is just, uh, a, a, I guess, a, a viewing of how things will go, I suppose. But um, I mean, I'm glad it was nine to five Mac because I mean, at least, you know, somebody was like part of that, you know, yeah group and and they knew what they were doing on some level but it's just it, it was kind of funny to me because i noticed that i was like man they showed the screws that's like where did they Crazy. come with that but, i know but um speaking of the apple watch though um we've got the whole entire watch os 9 that's been released obviously to the public and along with ios 16 this this actually gives you a feature which allows you to screen record or actually even control your Apple Watch from your phone. Hmm. Um, and I actually, I actually showed Miguel this on, on a certain level the other day yeah. when we were, we were looking at this. But I think it's so cool that they added this, not just because, oh, I get to control my Apple Watch you know, from my phone and that's neat and such, um, which to some degree is pretty cool, especially if maybe you cracked your screen or something or the touch went out. You know, at least you can have access to you know, certain functions on your right. watch. Um, the other thing that I thought was really great about this being added was just, I don't know about you guys out there, if, if, if you're like one of those techie people in the family and you've got parents who are like, I don't know how to do this crap, or you're trying to show them a new feature, I actually had to record myself through the camera lens about my watch and what I was trying to show them. The fact that I can screen record now is great because yeah. I don't have to worry about, oh, the quality... Or the fact maybe the quality yep. is too large and I can't send it over iMessage or whatever. This is great because it compacts it. I can have a screen record and I can walk them through it. Um, so I'm glad this has actually been added through Watch OS 9 and, um, you know, counterparted with iOS 16. But I don't know what your thoughts are on about that. Maybe that's a bad thing or maybe it's just something to, you know, ignore. But um, No, I mean, I don't necessarily see a whole lot of people using it, uh, you know. A whole it's lot. for the select few yeah yeah like you <laughs> um but but no i i do think it's a good feature to be added because there's always that possibility someone might want to screen record and show you know maybe they're doing a, a podcast or something they want to add that video in there of them using the watch or something uh it's it's see and it's those little features that make me say okay apple's not that bad <laughs> but um yeah you know it, it's those kinds of things that that i think people come back to they're they're like we want to see this kind of thing added. we want to see this little spec sometimes it's not so much about like the new camera or you know the bigger phone or whatnot sometimes it's those little things it's that those really subtle help. features yeah no i totally agree um yeah. 
And it, yeah, honestly, if, for those listeners out there, I, I got to tell you, if you only saw my photo library, there are so many screen recordings of my iPhone <laughs> that I've sent to, you know, siblings, my parents, in-laws, um, whether it has to do with iPhone or I've, I'm showing them some, some sort of app or, you know, walking through my Plex library mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, it, I, I'm just loaded down with all that stuff. And honestly, I really got to back it up on a hard drive and just start fresh because I'm getting way loaded down with that. But <laughs> even, even with my, you know, iCloud yeah. subscription, it's just too much for me. But um, yeah, so moving on from that, I, I mean, I, I think that's definitely good they added that. So um, we do have the October Apple event. Yes. Um, but there is some interesting news on this and quite a few people have been harping on it lately within the past, you know, 24, 48 hours. Um, they are actually not really expecting this to be a, you know, in-person event or even, you know, an online event. They're actually expecting this to be a press release, kind of similar to Hmm. how they did the, um, um, iPhone SE. So, which I thought was really interesting because some of this stuff kind of, I almost feel like it kind of contradicts it, but if they're only making subtle, if they're only making subtle changes to these things, then I, I guess I understand that. Um, but let's just run through the list here. So first off, I, we just need to be clear about this, that we are not anticipating any AR or VR headset announcement this October right. uh, event or you know press release. That we definitely know is likely to come somewhere you know early next year, 2023, probably around January is, is when the rumors are expected to, uh, to, to see that event. Um, but as far as what we, we do expect to get is the redesigned 10th generation a, a, um, iPad. Uh, of course, they're kind of expecting that to be powered by the A14. Um, and hmm. they're, they're, they're thinking that it's going to have a similar look to the iPad Air, which I pretty much expected that as well. I mean, they're heading towards that whole entire flat edge design. Not that I necessarily like it on an iPhone. I do kind of prefer it on a larger screen, you know, a tablet or something like that, but just because there's more weight and you kind of want to have that rigidity on the sides. So, I mean, I don't know. You have an iPad Pro, so, you know, or at least your wife does. So I'm assuming she kind of likes that feature just for the design. Yeah, she does, actually. Um, Obviously, there's a case around it to protect it. Um, But, I mean, you could just take it off and feel that. It's like... I, I agree with you right then and there. I do feel like that that rigidness uh, would be made more for an iPad. Not to say I dislike it on the iPhone, because obviously we had that for the five, but um, but I feel like for for more stability uh, and uh, more protection, I think it, it bodes well to say that you want that on a bigger device, because um, I mean that thing is a, a hefty piece of equipment. So. Um, yeah, I'd say that's, that's pretty good there. Um, yeah. And with that, uh, iPad pro, we've got an update for it. Uh, it's now running that, uh, M2 chip, uh, for both the 11 inch and the 12.9 inch, um, which is great. I'm, I'm glad they're, they're adding that too. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's cool that they're adding that. It's just, um, this, this is where the subtle comes into play where I think, okay, this is, this is why I can understand that they would do a press release. Um, so yeah, I mean, like you said, it's going to be for both the 11 inch and the 12.9. Um, I don't know if they're actually going to add any other changes to it. Obviously you have to wait and see, but, um, and then after that, they are going to move on to the Mac minis. Now this is really where I start to get a little bit curious as to why they would press release this model. Um, because this is going to be a semi redesigned as far as I know, as far as the rumors indicate, um that'll you know obviously rock the m2 as well and then it'll probably have the m2 pro too um 
And the one thing that I want to see really on this model is to actually have more Thunderbolt ports. Uh, I know you don't have a yeah. uh, Mac Mini, but for me, nope. I've got two. I'm running the M1, um, and that has the uh, two Thunderbolts on the back. I'm already maxed out, so <laughs> of course I've got, I've got my I've got my hard drive coming in. I've got my um, I've got it hooked up to displays, and then I've also got it switched over to a um, USB hub. So I've got the HDMI out. I've got mm-hmm. the other um, USB-C going into the USB hub. And then you've also got the two um, standard USB-As on the back of the Mac Mini as well. So in my opinion, that thing just needs more ports. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that, yeah that's also for what sure. we're expecting. So this this is really going to be a Mac slash iPad event, press release, whatever you want to call it. Well, um, you know, the weird thing is, is that uh, that Google event that's supposed to be happening, it's actually in person. Yeah. I mean, so, I, I mean, it's it's like if they can do it, I don't know why Apple wouldn't. So it's not like they don't they don't have an in, option. They're just, they're just doing the watch, and I believe the Pixel is what we're expecting from that. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if the tablet's on that lineup or not I, for this I think this they event. were, but I... I, I, I that's what I thought, too, if, if, if I read that correctly, but... Um, yeah, it's just it seems odd to me. It's one thing if because we, we we actually saw this with the um, this is what got the whole entire Apple product going. You know, for us in our day to day use was the iPhone SE. I mean, we saw that on YouTube. That's really mm-hmm. what you know got us interested um, because I was on the verge of going for another OnePlus device, and then I tested out the iPhone SE twenty twenty, and um, that was just one product. Now we've got like, let's see, we got the iPad, we got the iPad Pros, we got the Mac Minis, and then moving along with that, you've also got the refreshed MacBook Pros that, you know, are just going to add on the M2 and the M2 Pro. So um, it's just with all those products, do they really want to do a press release? I mean, I I guess I'm just kind of curious as to why they're not just going to do an event. I mean, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but it just seems kind it's, of slightly confusing to me. I feel like it's unli- unlike Apple to do that. I don't know exactly what their move is for this, but I mean, I would hope that it's in their best interest and the interests of uh, uh, of the consumers uh, in, in a sense that when you want to release something, you want to be able to show it its fullness. Um, and maybe that's it. Maybe it's not the specs aren't exactly that amazing, and maybe it's just... And we saw that, that. yep, yep. And no, yeah. we, we we did see that from from when they compared the uh, the chipset on the iPhone 14 to the yep. iPhone 13, which they neglected to do on purpose, probably because there wasn't much to jump to. So I can yeah. see that, yep. And there there's a lot of money involved in producing um, those types of that, events. Yep, like that was the next thing. Yep. Yeah, and, and so you know, obviously, this is probably going to save a good bit of money. Um, but I also think it, it goes without saying, if you're not going to do an, an event like that to really showcase your product, it's probably because it's not going to be that amazing as its prior product, you know, before it or whatever. Um, but it, it's interesting. We'll, we'll have to see how this runs and um, what they're going to do with this. I really hope there are at least some good upgrades that we're getting, uh, like we've mentioned yeah. here before with I mean, M2 and M2 Pro. But. At the end of the day, I, yeah, what you said right there is spot on. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to see at an Apple event versus having a press release or just mm-hmm. a video uploaded on YouTube. But at the end of the day, yes, I would rather see just, you know, some really good changes to this, some upgrades that we've kind of been looking forward to. Um, you know, versus having to worry about okay, what what kind of event is this going to be, or the lack yep. thereof. So, very very key point there. So, um, but yeah, we don't we don't even have a date or anything rumored for that. Um, so 
aside from that, that's pretty much what we are expecting for October. Um, I don't know if there's anything there that you actually are looking forward to. I guess for me, aside from the Mac Mini, maybe the base uh, 10th Gen iPad. That's kind of something I might... I guess probably the... uh, I guess probably the iPad Pro with those uh, getting that um, M2... Uh, and maybe even I know it's not it's not possibly rumored here, um, but maybe even the uh, the M2 Pro, um, possibly. But I would like to see that just because I know there's a lot of people, my wife included, who who tend to use an iPad on a daily basis for a, a lot of different um, art or um, you know work or or what have you. And I think adding that would be a good thing because you've got a you've got a, a MacBook right, and you've got all those. Uh, uh, people that use that for you know all types of major video editing i think you want to bring the ipad line to that point as well um so you get an opportunity it's not like oh i gotta pay another thousand or two thousand just to be able to you know do that superpower processing and all that kind of stuff um so i, I think the m2 is going to be a really good thing in this ipad so yeah because i mean they're bringing it to a touch device so that's yeah, really where it kind of exactly the gap yeah, and you I, know I they're not that. they're not gonna you know make an imac or, or a macbook a, a touch screen <laughs> so uh and then for our last thing let's go ahead and uh take a moment uh to go into our uh final thing today uh we haven't done this in a while but we're uh, gonna be uh, bringing back the uh, manufacturer of the week um and this one is the uh, moments um, and they basically, uh, they make a uh, phone case. I-, I like to say this because I don't know how you feel about MagSafe for charging, but to me, I have a, I have, buy your own case, right? And sometimes that case may not have MagSafe. And if you try and use MagSafe with it, it doesn't work. You have to take off the case. There's not necessarily a good reason other than wireless charging and well, wireless charging is already on every single phone pretty much. So, um, but I think this, you're going to really like this. So the, the moment cases, um, there, there's um, additions to this accessories that you can actually hook onto the magnet on your MagSafe uh, phone. Um, like, for example, you know, a tripod that literally holds the back of the phone um, right on it. So there's no more. We've had this problem. I actually watched this video about this guy who was talking about the moment stuff. Um, you know, for a long time, we've had like grips for phones. We've had um, just, just a, a numerous amount Pop of sockets, <laughs> yeah, sockets, all that kind of stuff. Um, not to say those are necessarily bad, but I feel like we're, we're really pushing forward in, you know, um, technology. And I think it's time for a bigger change. So we've got a moments and like I said, they've got cases that use MagSafe. They utilize it very well to be able to use a lot of different things for camera, um, gear and stuff. And you've actually got these, uh, lenses, right. And that you can actually hook them right onto the back of the case too, um and allow for better magnification a lot better um sort of widescreen photos and stuff <laughs> like that uh, yeah I'm, I'm actually looking at one of these products here so it's a strap anywhere mount for magsafe yeah it almost looks like it's meant to be worn as a watch <laughs> yeah, i know that's not yeah. the, i know it's not the intention but that's what it looks like so pretty much well, like, like like miguel said we'll post a link in the uh, description below but yep. yeah no these some of these prices are actually pretty pretty cool if you actually look at them so yeah they're, they're a little bit on the pricey side but just looking at them they look they look really fantastic i mean um there's there's a one here called the uh, mobile filmmaker cage um uh, basically the actual it looks really cool i don't know if you're seeing this one right now but yep i'm looking at it yeah it's got the entire case it's it's like a major cage, like a cage around it 
uh, and it hooks to this sort of circle in the middle. Um, obviously, the, it's link in the description so you can see it. Would if you, you want to improve your action mode, get this. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you can see that MagSafe, they're utilizing it really well right there. You have a lens that's connected to your camera. You've got a microphone on top and even an actual um, flash. What is, you, uh, yeah, a flash say, what, added what do they there. call that? <laughs> I forgot. But, yeah, it's flash. It, there, there's, like, tons of stuff they've got in here. It's really cool. Um, what they've done and it's not just for iPhones they've also got stuff for like the Pixel 6 they've got stuff for Samsung so it's not just one standalone um, product here they've got lots of different things so uh, yeah that's our product for today and obviously as usual I'll go ahead and read there um, about uh, and you know how they were created and stuff like that we started in 2013 on Kickstarter obviously here's our second second Kickstarter uh, making gear for phones now we do more than that we sell gear from our favorite brands, publish lessons from go-to creatives, and run photo adventures all over the world. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and, and they, they actually do provide quite a variety, like you said. I, I mean, know. You go with iPhone, Pixel, Samsung, OnePlus. They have screen protectors. Um, I mean, it's, they, they, they really do kind of spread out. You got the, even got the phone gimbals, waterproof housings, telephoto lenses. Um, I mean, there's there's just a plethora of stuff that you can find on their website. So, and uh, they are also selling stuff for the iPhone 14. So, uh, it, you know, it just works in right. If you already got your iPhone 14, it already came in. Um, honestly, I usually don't do this, but I would recommend this, even though I actually haven't um, used it. Um, I would I would be careful. You know, if this case isn't as durable, I I would you know go with caution. But just if if you're a person who really wants to use your phone. Um, for its camera abilities and, you know, as much as you can get out of it, especially utilizing that MagSafe, I'd say this is, like, one of the best ones you could possibly get because there's, like, a buttload of stuff on here. I mean, a ton of crazy things you can add. Um, there's even actually stuff for your Apple Watch's leather. They've got straps. Um, they've even got AirPod cases. I mean, they've got everything. So, um, yeah, as, as we said, we'll link this down in the description. I think this is the best one I've seen in terms of uh, cases and stuff like that for your phone. But... Um, but yeah, really great right there. So, yeah, they definitely got a lot of variety on there. So that, that's that's good to see. Um, but anyway, that will uh, do it for this episode. We do appreciate you guys listening to us. If you uh, if you definitely like the channel, give us a thumbs up, uh, leave us a review, uh, and then keep an eye open for that uh, episode that we're going to release bonus episode for the uh, carrier comparisons. And uh, we will catch you guys in the next one. This is Miguel and JD signing off. Peace out. Thank you.